This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Propax Gold with NT Factor, a complete vitamin and mineral formula. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years. With a 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. The subject is your skin. And today we're going to talk to health and beauty expert, Kat James. She's the award-winning author of The Truth About Beauty. And she's a renowned nutrition and inside-out transformation expert. So we're not just talking about uh, superficial schmears. We want to do a, a full body approach and all of the above approach to skincare and she's going to share some exciting new scientific insights about the importance of skin not only to our inner ecology but even our brains how about there's a skin brain axis we're going to find out about that and we're also going to find out about uh, well we talk a lot about the microbiome it turns out there is a microbiome on your skin every inch of it is covered with bacteria so uh, without further ado, here's Kat. Welcome. Nice having you back on Intelligent Medicine. Great, Great to be back on, Dr. Hoffman. Thank you. Indeed. Well, uh, so frame the issue for us. Uh, has, have there been new insights uh, on the importance of skin and the yeah. microbiome of the skin? Yeah, the research. Because of uh, new sequencing techniques, the research has has, uh, it's about 10 times the level of research it was before 2009. So it's gotten very intense between 2009 and 2019 and uh, lots more peer-reviewed papers. And I looked at one in particular, which was kind of a summary. The, the World Allergy Organization Journal did a summary of more than 100 of these studies. And yes, that little brain connection has been made. And now they're, they're you know, claiming a not just a gut-brain axis, but a gut-brain-skin axis, which is really um, interesting. And, uh, you know, I think your listeners have heard uh, possibly us talk about the skin microbiome before. And it's very important. And we know that it can affect science just, just looking at, at the gut and uh, the skin uh, the, the microbiome connection, we know it affects how the skin reacts to the sun. It can even affect uh, the autoimmune reaction that can sometimes cause hair loss and prevent that. Um, and, of course, we know about all of the surface skin issues that people get, and, of course, it affects that. Um, but we do have more information that even shows that our skin, we have a, like a cloud of our microbiome, just the, that whole ecology of good bacteria on the surface of the skin. And you mentioned, yes, there are, they've even said that there are up to a billion per square centimeter in certain parts of the body. Um, but it does, it, it, it's the barrier function. It's, it's critical to the barrier function, to the acidity of our of our skin 
Uh, and then there's kind of a physical barrier, but there's also uh, certain reactions that it has with things below the surface of the skin. I'm not going to say this correctly, but kerat- keratinocytes, maybe that's nope, that was, to how they're pronounced. You nailed it. <laughs> Very um, important. And there you have even neurotransmitter activity, hormonal activity, and there you have the, connect- the uh, communication with the brain. But that microbiome affects those um, now very much, but we can sense our environment. We can sense the microbiome of those around us. It, it kind of makes me think of how trees, you know, and the right. fungus and they communicate with each other. It, it makes me think of that. And we're influenced even with, gosh, even the, the product choices of the people we live with. If someone's using hand sanitizers all the time, for example, they start to get the resistant bacteria and that microbiome is shared in our pet's microbiome is shared with us. It's an amazing uh, kind of cloud that we have around us. How have we gone wrong in our approach to skincare? I mean, what are some of the things that we've done yeah. to subvert the health of our skin, especially with COVID? Because I, I recently saw yeah. a woman who uh, complained of new onset uh, hand rashes. And I said, has anything changed? Has your diet changed? You know, any of you been ill? Uh, and I said, well, what about COVID? Uh, do you go out? Uh, do you, do you uh, use a lot of uh, hand sanitizers? And she says, oh, yes, I always swab my hands down. Yeah. And I wear gloves yeah. wherever I go. And oh, so I'm thinking, wow, wow. you know, <laughs> she's put it. And then she you know, washes yeah. her hands. You know, we're supposed to wash our hands uh, vociferously. It turns out that's not the way COVID is right. transmitted. But that's right. that that's was right. The, you know, the first right. year. That's that, what we thought. That, exactly. And that meta-analysis of over 100 studies, they even point out uh, that the scientists were completely questioning how human beings um, groom themselves and, and our sense of what clean really is. But it also more specifically talks even about triclosan, which is a common ingredient in hand sanitizers and in antibacterial soaps. And um, when they, in, in one rodent study, they kind of cleaned the microbiome off of these, these rodents. And their entire immunity, their immune response entirely, not just at the skin level, was affected. Oh, so and, you mean uh, externally they, they swabbed them down. They used disinfectants on their skin surfaces. Yep. Yeah, because they've done that, that experiment the with microbiome. the internal microbiome. Yeah. They've given high-dose uh, antibiotics to animals, and their, their immunity collapses because they don't have any uh, good intestinal microbes. So you're saying that the skin... Yeah also talks to our immune system in a, in a positive yeah. way, helps to regulate yeah. our immune response. Exactly. They're, they're saying that there's a, a network, an immune network, and we, we thought that it was just innate immunity. You know, the skin is a, bar- a barrier, and now they're saying, you know, there's, there's a part that it plays in adaptive immunity as well, and, and uh, that it speaks to these immune networks that we have. And, and you put that together with uh, what you and I know is a crisis that's happening with that's not being talked about at all regarding um, the overuse of antibiotics and people using them, you know, prophylactically for COVID and, and things like that. Um, it, it's it's an, a, a serious crisis that we have um, coming. We're very vulnerable, and uh, and we're also not going to be making so many of those proteins that fight pathogens even um, with the help of the microbiome. So. Uh, we're messing with things uh, to a degree that I don't think we have ever. I read that there's a silver cloud to the lining of the COVID pandemic, which is that 
the prescribing of antibiotics to children has gone down by about uh, a third because mm. parents simply don't take their kids to the doctor for every little thing during COVID because ah. going to the doctor's <laughs> office is like a perilous thing when there's a pandemic. So inadvertently, the kids were exposed to less unnecessary antibiotics. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's surprising. And I, I do think a lot of people... Uh, in addition, as far as silver linings go, a lot of people have become aware um, of natural things that boost immunity uh, simply because they had to become aware of it. And unfortunately, uh, a lot of so many of those things are censored and it probably doesn't hurt that we see how blatantly those things are censored as well. Yeah. Uh, and is there a, a diet skin connection? You know, I certainly see it in my practice when people's skin clears up when they get on a healthier diet, acne goes away, rashes disappear, absolutely. psoriasis improves. So how, how, mm -hmm. how is that mediated? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, so by obviously um, feeding the non-pathogenic bacteria we have internally, uh, that, and it does make itself to the surface of the skin when people focus on eating for their good bacteria and starving out as many of their bad bacteria and fungus pathogens that they can by avoiding sugar and things that spike blood sugar. Uh, it goes a very long way and it takes a while before it starts showing up on the surface of your skin. Actually, you know, you can do the, the quantum leap. We've talked about it, um, you know, and, and really make changes that, that will affect the skin very quickly. But if you make gradual changes, you'll see your toenail fungus, your, you know, your toes will be less, thick and yellow if you've got toenail fungus and uh, you're going to see less and you'll see your flare-ups right when you do the wrong thing and uh, eat, you know, things that spike your blood sugar. Uh, so that's a huge uh, item. But, and then it, again, going back to not just the antibiotics, but there are so many things we don't want to do um, internally as well as externally. And I'll, I'll go back to the, you know, the internally, we've talked about that a lot of different prescription drugs that interfere with the microbiome, the balance, uh, and, um, and, and birth control pills and chlorinated water and things like that. But if you go to externally, uh, get out from under that chlorinated shower, um, stop using things that disrupt the skin biome. And, and the other thing is in this, you know, state of dysbiosis, when there's a big interference, the way that there is right now of course we do have um, disorders that can affect us systemically that are inflammatory responses for example and sensitivities uh, that make us uh, that give us little injuries that we wouldn't get uh, so it's the strength of the skin it's the reactivity uh, of the skin and we do know it goes deeper but uh, when we disrupt ourselves um, with those choices externally it does affect us internally it has potential again now we know to to ultimately affect us um, the brain and uh, they even talk about emotions in one swiss study that was done in 2016 and uh, i i don't i can't i can't accurately describe that connection but there's a steroidal uh, activity in the skin it's affected by the microbiome and uh, and they do say that it even affects emotions so huh. we need to take care of this and, it and gives right new meaning to the heartbreak of psoriasis, right? You know, that, that, that term, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. So how yeah. do we restore our skin microbiome short of uh, smearing 
you know, we can, can take oral probiotics. They'll make their way to the skin to some extent. Right. Uh, we can yeah. smear sauerkraut on our skin or yogurt uh, <laughs> or jump in the That's dirt right. and then for we that really matter. really practice social distancing. Uh, this after that. <laughs> It'll um, help, yeah. Right. And so, so we talk about feeding ourselves internally, and we we can actually feed ourselves externally. So yes, thank thank goodness we don't have to do that. And there are products now that not only have probiotics, but another thing about this study is they talked about using heat killed bacteria hmm. in some of the studies, and that it still worked. And they talked about metabolites. So when we talk about the importance of, for example, postbiotics or yes. that metabolite you know, uh, being useful in internally taken and, uh, probiotics, uh, it appears that this is going to be very valuable externally as well. And so if you can find, um, it, you know, the doctor over here is extract has the pre, the pro and the postbiotic, and you can actually get that same extract and it's a fermented extract. And we know that those really inoculate us, uh, in general, far more quickly than a, than a typical probiotic. And you can get that same thing externally now, which is awesome. Sure. Um, but first, you want to do no harm. So you don't want to, um, you want to stop using things that remove all the sebum, that disrupt the surface uh, bacteria and the lipid barrier. So you can't have something stripping, nothing with detergents. Yeah. And you don't want synthetics in there. And perfume is one of the greatest skin irritants, and it would be a just it's just a something people got to get out of their skincare right now because especially when we've made our skin vulnerable. And so there's there's something it's kind of hard to pronounce called Kampuku, and it's a beauty bar, a multi award winning beauty bar, by the way, that has this extract in it. And again, it's got food for your skin. It's not just the bacteria. Mm. Uh, it's got food for your skin. So it's like a prebiotic, prebiotic for the beneficial skin bacteria. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. And then it has the postbiotic metabolites. And and this is, it's very interesting because those are more important than we used to understand. And so if you can get that in your skincare, not only that, but there are topicals. It's the, it's the doctor over here that has this Kampuku essential formulas. Uh, and then their externals are even harder to pronounce. I'm not even going to say it. I'm just going to say, look into a couple of their, and they call them moisturizers. They're like balms. And for people who have really sensitive skin or you just, you need some uh, protective, but not an oily or greasy thing. It's an amazing thing. So uh, those are very, very protective, powerful, and fortifying. They have something called Dr. Hira's Premium Collagen Plus. Is that different yeah. than the Kampuku Beauty Bar? Yeah, so that is, and it's, and it's, you know, you could call it skincare. It's also a supplement of theirs. It's internal, so it's not a topical mm -hmm. okay. thing. And this is going to fortify collagen production. It's going to increase it, and people have different levels of uh, of problems when it comes to their ability uh, to produce collagen. And for example, if someone is not eating the right way, or is is smoking, or not taking care of themselves. They need more help in this area. Um, but once again, internally, as, as this internal product that it is, it's actually a liquid and it comes in a, it's a it's kind of a tube. Uh, it tastes pretty good, by the way, but it's all natural. But it has uh, the Dr. O'Hara probiotic fermented extract as well. Um, but it has a kind of collagen because molecular weight really counts. You don't want a large molecular weight. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the chicken and the bovine and other collagen. So, but this is a marine collagen that is a smaller molecular weight 
there are also a lot of different other kind of kind of synergistic things in this. There's CoQ10, there's hyaluronic acid, which is absolutely huge so that you can retain the moisture in the skin. Uh, and there is a, um, a, a Japanese cherry uh, extract, which is a cherry blossom extract, which has been in studies shown used a lot in Japan and shown to refine the skin texture and improve elasticity. Um, but the collagen thing is a very a big thing, and this product is strong enough. It doesn't even need to be used every day, although if you had a wedding coming up, uh, you might want to invest in using it every day. It's not an inexpensive product, but can be used something like two, uh, you know, two, two to three, uh, every two to three days. And, um, and it's just something you can either drink straight or put into water. And, uh, but it has a lot of these great ingredients altogether. I really think we have to get away from this notion that we want to strip away uh, the dirt yep. on our skin. And in so doing, we strip away beneficial bacteria and we strip away the essential oils on the surface of the skin. And we render our skin yep. more vulnerable to pathogens and imbalances and inflammation. And no wonder dermatologists yep. are, it's a pretty good subspecialty within medicine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and you just aren't going to really, unfortunately, hear that in your in your dermatologist your appointment with the dermatologist. And it, what's amazing is that is the number skin problems are the number one reason that people see their doctor with all of these other, you know, number one, two, and three causes of death, et cetera. They're going to their doctor about skin problems, and I must say they are just you know still a little bit dark ages. Most of the dermatologists just sending people off with um, antibiotic topicals or, or steroids. And, and it is, it's, it's so harmful and it sets people up for weakening the skin, making it vulnerable. And so uh, typical ways that people take care of their skin are adding insult to injury. And uh, it is, it's, it's critical that we use any opportunity to fortify, to rebuild and get that back because um, it, it may seem, you know, kind of gross to some people that we are just covered with bacteria, but what's even grosser is we're covered with pathogenic ones or we're totally vulnerable or we're not even waterproof. And it makes a huge difference to, and these, these bacteria also get you back to the pH that you want to be at so that your skin's not uncomfortable. Literally, we can be comfortable in our own skin. And, and again, you know, feeding ourselves correctly from the inside, hydrating a lot. But uh, you're not going to hydrate. Um, it, you've got to actually have the hyaluronic acid and the things that will allow uh, your skin to take advantage of that hydration as well. We need our electrolytes as well. Um, but that so so if you have these types of products that are feeding your skin, avoiding the harm, uh, and uh, and also you're feeding yourself from the inside. Maybe you know eating correctly is one thing. But if you're going to go an extra mile, you can definitely use this fortification of the collagen. That premium collagen plus uh, product from Dr. O'Hara is, is really uh, top notch with all the hyaluronic and CoQ10, which helps from sun damage. It helps your body in countless other ways, as you know. Uh, and, and so this is doing it's more than just skin deep. And we're realizing that more and more and more how important this largest organ of the body is in, in being protective. And in these times, absolutely, you don't think of the skin as an avenue for pathogens to take hold. But if it's stripped enough, it could be. 
What about some of the harmful things that we apply to our skin? There are chemicals, preservatives, yeah. things like paraben, which may have uh, yeah. reproductive uh, harm, yep. harmful effects, uh, and sure. uh, astringents. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also in our deodorants, you know, the, the scents, the chemicals, uh, yeah. even aluminum. Uh, the skin, yeah. to some extent, is a conduit for some of these chemicals. And then, of course, they recently came out with all kinds of things about sunscreens, the chemical sunscreens, which have things yeah. like oxybenzone. Yeah. Recently, uh, they had to recall Johnson & Johnson yeah. products because of benzene right. that was present in those benzene, things. Right. Pro-cancer yeah. benzene. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I have in my book, I wrote about kind of the major red flags, um, things that leave the skin tight uh, that have too much detergent using rough cleansing grains, using acids because they reveal the surface of the skin before their time. They also make you more sun sensitive. Um, things that use synthetic emollients like mineral oil, um, propylene glycol, a carrier that, that is petroleum byproducts. But then, yeah. yeah, petroleum byproducts. And, and people say, sometimes they say, you know, it's naturally derived, naturally derived. Yeah. Well, you subject something to heat and pressure that no longer breaks down into the environment. It has no place on your skin. And then you have um, your preservatives and all of the synthetic preservatives pretty much are cellular toxins. And you mentioned some of the estrogenic ones. And then, and then that's just a start. I mean, it's, it's, uh, if, you, if you look and there's fragrance in a product and it just says fragrance, you may as well not look further. And if you, and if you find one of those synthetic emollients, you just may just say, no, I'm not going to get it because they're not, uh, they're going the cheap route. They're not going um, the, the route using ingredients that are more expensive, that are compatible um, with your body. And so, again, the practices are, and it goes back to something you said, the mentality, the mentality of squeaky clean. Uh, yeah. This is not the way. Out, out, know, foul spot. This makes you. You know, that whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And, and you, and you're treating your own um, processes and your own wonderful beneficial bacteria as enemies. And you're treating your sebum as an enemy when in fact it's the ultimate skin lubricant. You want to purify without stripping. And, uh, and so you're going to use things that don't leave you stripped that can purify you and fortify you. And now we've got things that to feed our good bacteria. So that's the way to go. Good deal. All right. We, we divide our podcast into two parts. So in part two, I want to get some more insights about your own personal transformation. Talk a little bit about sure. the book, uh, The Truth About Beauty. By the way, the book is available through the usual sources, and you have a website? Sure. Informedbeauty.com. And let's give listeners a heads up on those Dr. O'Hara's skin products. Where can they find them? Yeah, Absolutely. So you're going to be able to find the probiotic at pretty much any fine health food store. The skin product, uh, you can at some of the stores, but you want to go to EssentialFormulas.com, uh, and they have a way to there where they can list which stores have them, or you can find them uh, online. So okay. Those are some different ways to go. We'll be back with Kat James, award-winning author, transformational health and inside-out beauty pioneer, when we return. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast.